Get ready to transform how you communicate and market, not only in business, but in your life. This is Marketing Matters. For more information on today's show and other topics, visit ryansowers.com. Here's your host, best-selling author and national speaker, Ryan Sowers. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to another Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers here on Business Radio X. I'm your host, Ryan Sowers, and we are broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. On every episode of Marketing Matters, as always, we talk marketing, we talk branding, we talk sales, we talk human behavior and communications and more. And all my information is stored. You can find it at Ryan Sowers, my name, S-A-U-E-R-S.com for social media and so forth. But enough about me and the show. I have my friend and colleague, Dr. Ross Russell, owner of Russell Orthodontics here in the studio today. How are you, my friend? I'm tip top. All right. Now, when I met, I'm going to, you know, doc, but I call him Ross, so we'll go back and forth. But let me tell you, when you finish your doctorate, you earn that title, folks. You earn it. So I got to be, I got to, I got to show that proper respect. But he is such a strong business person. He's such a great guy. He does so much in the community. You know, like I said, we've become friends, not only colleagues. And is really, even as I tell him all the time, has some of the best ideas, which we won't share with you all here. We'll give you broad pictures, but ideas on branding and just things that people can try to copy, but they can't replicate. So we'll start with something pretty simple, though, because people do want to know uh, the backdrop. Let's uh, talk about your newest development, at this dog, Bob. Now, tell me about Bob. I mean, you always got something new, uh, but I've seen a couple of things. What, what are you, who is Bob? Well, you know, it's a, it's a great question. I'll be honest with you. Bob was, in, in a way, foisted upon me. Okay. And it's been a wonderful thing. So Bob is an Australian Labradoodle. Okay. okay. And from what I understand, his lineage goes back about 30 years, and they've been bred specifically for therapy um, okay. and service. And it's pretty amazing. He's a people canine, I guess you'd say. Okay. Is, and, he, tra- um, is he trained already? Well, no, no, no. Oh, okay, so he's like 15 weeks, right? So oh. I've had him six weeks. But okay. Bob's a piece of work. Everybody loves Bob. What okay. about Bob? What about Bob? <laughs> you knew that was coming. I love it. What about Bob, man? One of my favorite movies, That's by right. the way. But, yeah, Told Bob, I think, is going to be awesome. And uh, we actually took him in on Monday to a place called, I'm going to throw this out there, Paul Tropolis. All right. Paul Tropolis. In Athens, okay. right? Yep. And he got to spend a day with all his, you know, friends and cohorts of, of, of his um, species. Okay. And he hated every second of it. Hated yeah. every second of it. Yeah, he wants to be around people. So he's in the office, and he's going to be a therapy dog, and everybody loves him. Well, like I said, what about Bob? So you just set me up. That is that is great. Well, we'll start with some general questions uh, that I just want our audience to know so they can find you in this. And then I want to go into more marketing and branding and business building. Of course. Because, uh, you know, well, actually, let's go that direction first. How long is, is you, have you been in your had your own business for? Well, you know, I graduated um, residency in 2003. So. So you're a young man, 30 years old. I'm, I'm a really you young are. guy. That's fine. Yeah, really that's young guy. What I, I'm not good math. I just did that in my head. <laughs> But frankly, I, I went out into, um, you know, which is common. So when you, when you graduate, you've got to decide, are you going to go out solo? Are you going to join a practice? Or are you going to join a, a big corporate-style firm and not know any more than you do? You, you don't know what's good and bad. So I went into a situation uh, for a couple of years. It was, let's just say, a failed marriage, um, an attempt to go in as associate right. in route to becoming a partner and so forth. And then, uh, 
you know, I did what I had to do. I jumped ship and, and started Russell Orthodontics. And I wore a second hat. I went and came into the city, let's say, and sure. treated patients for another guy that had multiple offices. And, uh, and then eventually was able to uh, graduate to being uh, by myself with my own office and practice and patients and team and the rest of it. So that's been going on since 2005. 2005. So uh, that is, a, well, I've seen it, and it's a beautiful office and Thank just you. a great team and a great atmosphere. I mean, I can vouch for that. And we've got listeners local. We've got listeners all over the globe that tune into our show live or later. So, you know, as you were doing this, a lot of people, you know, have gone to school to be an orthodontics. There's a lot of people out there that say, you know, I can help you with sales and marketing. But when you think about your practice and what you want to um, – your team to when they say what do you think about when you think about you know russell orthodontics what do you want people to think about you know when you're building that brand you know you want them to think like uh you know they're close and convenient so that's why we go there or is there something deeper you want people to feel when they think about y'all your name your staff the experience yeah that's a great question you know the reality is uh, i continue to be challenged to define what that really means and it and it's uh the the ground shifts beneath our feet you know so even recently, you know, we've sort of had a corporate intrusion into our world, the so-called direct-to-consumer mm-hmm. plastic aligners. We'll probably get into that later, and I don't want to delve into it at the moment. But the idea is as the ground shifts, when people are seeking, I don't know, maybe economical options, but also maybe even a bigger driver is the time crunch that mm. everyone seems to be in. Yes. And so that how quickly can you do a thing? And I can, I can tell you something. Um, I can perform uh, mediocrity in just a jiffy. <laughs> and and that's that's a challenge. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's not what we do. So we're high touch, high quality, and it just matters. And, but the challenge is how, helping a person understand that braces aren't braces, or you know, well, braces are braces. And I can get them for this down the street, and they're really quick, or whatever the drivers are. You know. And so to maintain that quality in an area where it matters, and I assume it matters everywhere. But I know orthodontics, and I know it matters there. And I'm assuming a cosmetic surgeon would say the same thing, and I would assume that someone who runs a radio program would say the same thing well you know it, it let me give you my take on it so i was out speaking in las vegas and i think i've told you this a lot recently i've seen to every conference been in las vegas but people there's always two or three people come up to me at the end of an hour speech and they want five minute expert advice Boom. right yeah and i'm standing there and i'm packing my laptop up and i'm you know in a hurry to get out of there to you know catch my flight and they're like we here's a big big marketing problem we have we want your advice well, I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, dude, you had five minutes. And, and, and I, yeah, exactly. I had five minutes. And they want, what they want is free, free advice. And sure. first of all, my answer is always, like, if you really want me to understand this, we need to talk and have me un- understand this. And, um, but, I, I mean, I can give you a general answer, like just 101, but that's, that, that's not probably going to relate to what you're specifically asking about. Right. But I, I, tell me if you agree with this, Ross. I, I think it's – I call it value is equal to your price – plus your goods or services, whatever those are, plus you, right? So if, it's, if you don't have something you're bringing to the equation, then you're just a price, whether you're an orthodontic office, a radio show, a, a, a consultant, you know, plus, oh, I can get it for X. But if you're not bringing your own unique DNA into the equation, I don't think you're growing your brand properly. Yeah, there's no question about it. I, th- I resonate with that term value, mm-hmm. you know, so I think you said it right. It, it encompasses what it means, right? So there's cost, I get that, and, but what does that really mean? And, and I understand it. I don't want to throw out any kind of brand name, but let's just say that you could get, if it's a commodity, that's a little different. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you can get it online, sure. the same thing, another place, a little cheaper, then do that thing. You know, this is a little different, you know, what we do and what, what many people do in the service industry. Well, but, but, it, but in your case, uh, and I think you told me, you know, a story before we won't, we won't because we're on air, but there's been situations where you, I think you've told me you had people worked on and they had a doozy of a bad job possibly done and you've had to try to do the best you can to fix it so in other words 
this, you don't go try to skimp on price <laughs> on orthodontic care. Right, right, right. No, no, I agree with that. Yes. I mean, and, and so, but, but let's talk about, uh, you know, we'll, we'll keep it kind of in the realm of, of the safe realm because we're on the air and this is going to be out there. But I, everywhere I go, every person I talk to, every friend I have wants to talk about, um, you know, and I'm using my words, so you're not saying it, but uh, I think it's Invisalign. And, okay. and uh, I don't honestly don't know enough about it. I didn't have braces growing up, but I know, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on with that and dentist and orthodontics and direct to consumer a lot of things going on but um it's not so much about that to me is that i think people are getting confused with the level of education that a person like yourself or others have gone through to be the experts in it and right. everybody thinks there's some hey one two three home kit and then i don't have to go to the expert uh without bashing anybody that's probably a mistake is it not well yeah yeah you said it i mean it's a mouthful so what I've often said, I've made a little joke, and, and I'm going to backtrack just a second. I'm going to say for, for lots of good reasons, there's been, and I said corporate intrusion into, and it's true. So I'm going to remain, I'm, I'm going to let it remain nameless, you know. Sure. So we're going to talk about, earlier I mentioned direct-to-consumer. Now, that's a little bit different model than, say, Invisalign. I will say that term, but let's just call it aligner therapy. Sure. There are other companies that have gotten into the fray because some of the patents have fallen away. And so you'll start seeing orthodontists use other sort of models, let's say, um, companies even, you know, that manufacture, because really it's just plastic. It's like the painter and the paint. Do you yeah. see what I'm getting yeah, I at? You. I and so if you see the plastic as a commodity, you're missing it, you know, I, I but you. that's where the marketing is going, you I know? See. And so it really has to do with the experience and expertise of the treating doctor dictating how those doggone aligners are manufactured. And then, and then you got to watch really closely too. We call it a heuristic process where, you know, um, everyone's a little different and you can't predict it at the outset. You got to keep your eye on it. Um, to get an excellent outcome. So the plastic itself doesn't really matter, right? And the, the company that manufactures it doesn't really matter. It's who's overseeing it, who's dictating it, you know. What's the process, And right? what's the process, and what's the outcome, what's the goal, you know? And so I'll be honest with you, and I, I, I've made a joke before. If time travel were possible, I'd say, don't go back, jump in one, and come see me and be one of my first two, 300 cases. Yeah. I was really trying to figure it out, you know? And so, you know, 11, 12 years of, of school, you know, higher education, if it's that stinking easy, why did it take that long? You know what I mean? Yes. And, and so there, there is a little bit more than, than meets the eye. Yeah, and, and, and you, it, that's why I didn't want to put you, put, put you in that position. You know, I just named something that, you know, like saying Kleenex or whatever. Yeah, that's right. I yeah, don't know right. enough to know anything. I'm not in the business, whatever. People throw a term around, right? You know, I'm yeah, that's go, right. But, but, but the plastic, I think, is the key. And, but, but the more important thing to the person out there running a business is, you know, I'm working on my doctorate leadership studies. And, you know, we all know anybody gets a terminal degree is in that 1%. Yeah, that's You know, right. and you're uh, right now, I'm in the middle of it. I finally got a break. And I'm thinking, oh, why am I doing this? Right? Yeah. And my wife said, if everybody could do it, every, you know, everybody right. would do of it. Course. I mean, you're grinding it out. So yeah. the point, what I heard you say is you're taking your expertise and whatever model of plastic or whatever it's called, you've got to know the plan, what you're trying to accomplish. This applies to business, too and be the expert overseer yeah that's and, right and people if they don't have that knowledge expertise and experience could be playing with dynamite because whether it was teeth or paint you yeah, may do right. it completely wrong that's so true and i think with orthodontics now obviously i'm a little bit biased but man it seems like if you take a little piece out of the uh i don't know the recipe with a combination of really scientific insight obviously you kind of got, got to go through all the basics and so forth but man there's a giant artistic element to it but then on top of that it's an experiential one and I'll, I'll be honest with you it takes at least a decade to get really good at it 
And, um, you know, if you could spend a weekend with me and we delve into it, you'd, you'd understand, oh, my God, I didn't think about all that stuff. But at the end of the day, here's really what I think people deserve, okay? They deserve to spend their hard-earned money in a fair fee for whatever it is right. they're paying for to get what? Well, a safe and effective and, in my hands, stable outcomes where they don't have to reinvest again because it just didn't hold up. That's super common. I, I often say I don't have the means or wherewithal to do this. I do have a zoology degree, so I maybe could pull it off. Nice. But if I could find just, I would just say one of the top 10%, you know, IQ level orangutans, and, and I could spend, you know, just a week with them, I think I could teach them to put brackets on teeth. I really do. And That's I think it would make some show. videos. It would yes. be awesome. Yeah, it would be really good. It would be awesome. They'd, and it would be about like some other stuff I've seen, man, to be honest with you. Well, and, and you know, it's it's – we're seeing a lot in the marketing field. This probably doesn't surprise you. Now they're predicting bots and yeah, blogs and go. stuff. They're, they're, they literally are starting to, in some cases, surpass humans right. in the writing ability. So what does that mean for five years? If everybody can write the same thing and put it out, you better darn be good at what you're doing. Yeah, that's right. We talked to, I had a guest a couple of weeks ago, Ross, and, and let's talk about business. You've seen the ups and downs. We've been in business. Uh, you know, you, you've seen the ups of the economy, the downs of the economy. What do you say, though, to that business person out there that says – they're not going. They're not getting a terminal degree like uh, I'm getting, or not doing what you're doing. And they say, "Well, I, I would like to start a business, but you guys sound like you are. You, you guys talk well, and you're obviously smart. And I, I, I don't know that I could do it, but I have a, I have a passion to do something. I mean, what's that first step in starting a business? Because you know, you did it. You and I did it too. I made a change mid-career, but it's not easy. No, no, it's not easy. I would say passion it goes a long way. Yeah, do you know. And so you can just feel that on a person. And, you know, I'm not going to get into this whole law of attraction business and the rest of it, but there's something going on, man, yeah. you know. And so this uh, positive approach, let's say. Um, and I've, I've, mm, I'm, I never fail to be amazed at how easily I forget some of the core truths that I've learned. And it seems like it takes just one good night's sleep, which are rarer these days, for me to forget it all over again. It's almost like, you know, literally we are rebooting. I have to wake up in the morning and go, you know, where's some really good information to me ingest that I've ingested 549 times before? I'm going to say it again to myself and then have this positive approach. And But that's the, the answer for the person who says, you know, maybe I don't have my feet beneath me at the moment, but I have this passion and this desire. Oh, my God. Embrace it, man. Learn. Put one step in front of the other. Do not expect an overnight sort of turnkey right. deal. That's not how it works. You can't become an expert overnight. You just can't. Well, and, and you know, it's funny. The guests from Coesco used the exact same term, uh, real estate industry, passion. But I added to it, and I'll say it again in this show, I said, but you also got to have stick to itness, meaning grit. Oh, yeah. Because if, if times are tough or if it's slow, or if, but you, you know you're doing the right things, or, you, or like you said, I'm the same way. You and I, I know, have a million to-do items on our right, list. Right. To-do list to remind us to go to our to-do list to remind us to go back to our to-do list. Yeah, that's right. And I mean, my wife's like, why don't you just do something on your list and quit adding things to it? And I'm, but but I don't want to forget the idea list. That's and so funny. We both yeah, do it. So I, but, but I think that's where my, we always are thinking of ideas. But, but ultimately, both of us, are if we're idea guys, you've got to take the ideas and actually do something with them. And I haven't, a lot of people just have ideas. And like, but you've got to be willing to put your name. You've got to put sweat in the game. Yeah. Because it, if it was easy to start a shoe repair company or whatever you want to do, or you know, pool repair company, whatever it is, everybody would do it. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. You know, so the analysis by paralysis, you know, paralysis by analysis right. idea. But also, you know, you just got to you got to get going. Life in the cosmos will guide you, let's say, you know. 
And so it, it really does matter. The stick to itiveness, absolutely, but but don't fail to be helped and coaxed and guided by circumstances because the market will let you know how you're doing. You know, we we were uh, a couple of weeks ago. I did this speech. I did uh, mentioned a couple of weeks ago, but it, but I did this digital distraction break in the middle of the speech with about 150 people, and I was worried where they all. I wanted them to say, "Look at your device," but I had a plan, and the plan was. Once you, whatever you're going to do and look at, because you're getting antsy at 30 minutes to look at something, say hello to your neighbor, somebody you don't know, and tell them what you looked at. But my real test, what I wanted to see was, would they just continue to talk about what I told them to? Or would they start saying, hey, I'm from Arizona. Where are you from? And it's exactly as it played out. I said, that? guys, we're human. We're, and, and what I've been saying a lot in the show, Ross, is we've been talking about human-to-human marketing. And I know you guys do a lot of things to be in the community, to be human, to be real, uh, to put your mouth, you, you know, put your money where your mouth is. Because... I mean, you can try to fake that, and there's people I know in sales and marketing try to fake that, but we know each other well. I mean, we can see through that. And yeah. some people ask me, like, well, can't, can't you sell like that? I'm like, you can. Sure. But I don't because it's not going to last. You're building on a, a you know, weak foundation. That's right. And it was funny. So when I had this group break up, I said, what well, did you check? A lot of people's other emails, whatever it was. I said, so my question and my hypothesis was you listened and said, here's the first thing I looked at, and then you saw that neighbor, and I couldn't get you to shut up which was a good thing because it gave them a break. It was early in the morning. And I said, I bet you started talking about where you're from, what you do. And they said, yes, exactly. That's I funny. said, why? We're human. So, so talk about the importance in your business or any business of the human touch. I mean, we got all this technology. We're going to give people links to your you know, website and all this stuff we're going to do. And that's very important. But if we lose touch of the human, or I guess if you were working on a patient looking at your phone, right. it probably wouldn't be so good, would it? Right. No, I agree with you. I mean, that happens. I mean, the reality is, and I think the perception is growing and because it's partly true. And what it is is we're getting a whole lot of data now because in the old days, you'd, you'd go to see your local orthodontist and just about everything stayed within those four walls. Yeah. Now we're looking at no longer taking those goopy molds and so forth, but we're looking at digital scans. This is data. This is information. I think, frankly, the industry has is, is, is missed it a bit, but, but they're probably coming along fine with assimilating all of this information that can show okay, what the individual uh, practitioner with, with his experience, you know, that would take decades to say, okay, I'm the man, right? Well, now, AI, bro, I mean, so, yes, it's coming. In five, ten years, I have no idea how soon, but at some point, you know, a more of an automated approach to these aligners are, are going to be what they're purported to be now. I'm just telling you, buyer beware. That's not where we are, okay? It's just plastic, you know, and so you can manufacture, you know, I say you can move virtual teeth on a screen any old place you want to move them but that's not what happens in the human you know true. and we're just not there with the algorithms and the information um and and that's the reality well it's just like ai and all this stuff you know virtual reality and all this stuff it's it's coming we don't know how you know we're talking about this in marketing a lot you know what's it going to look like we can ask alexa or siri questions but we're not to where it's going to be yeah, within that's right. five to seven years and what is that going to look like you know you can buy special things right now and have your lamp go on but how is that going to play and how is that going to play with the human brain and how is that going to look? Because, uh, you know, we've got now, I said in a recent radio show, we now have a newly defined, I don't know if you know, there's a newly defined generation, which would be a lot of your patients, Gen Z. And Gen Z has been defined as born in 1997 and later, mm. getting older by the minute. I gotcha. Yeah, I, know. I gotcha. So, you know, we've been talking millennials. Blah, blah, blah. Well, now they've, they've kind of cut millennials at 96. So some millennials are up towards 38, somewhere down to 23, 24. But now it's Gen Z. That's my kids. So the question is, you know, in history, usually the generation before it and after it don't do everything just alike. How's that going to play out? How's that going to play out with technology? And then how's it going to play? I'm just, you know, throwing this out to you. And then how's it going to play out with so much data? 
And the true fact is, in the last two years, more data than in the history of the world's data, uh, in the last two years, it's doubled. Think about that. That was That's crazy. I, I looked at Pew Research and it said, in the, the since I think it was since 2016 or 17, the 2017, the amount of data at our fingertips in the in whatever you want to call it, Google or wherever you want to go to, has doubled. How much more can the human brain yeah, start? Yeah, it's crazy, right? Right. So, so, so I guess, you know, if it, let's start, let's go back to your business a little bit. You know, a lot of people think, and I guess, in orthodontic care that you've got to wait till certain age, whatever. What's your recommendation to parents out there that have been told wait or come in early or what, what, what do you recommend in terms of watching those kids and being able to guide them the right way? No, I understand. I'll give you two answers. Okay. So there's the official answer. The American Association for <laughs> Orthodontics, you know, recommends that the child be evaluated at age seven. Now, why is that? That's just when the permanent front right. teeth start coming in, right? And so that's when you can start to suspect that there may be some issues, right? So there's a handful of issues. Now, uh, th that's the one answer. The other answer is, well, it depends on what orthodontist you go to. So if you come to me, we're going to look at whether or not, frankly, I'm looking for as many um, reasons to postpone treatment until you can do it once, called comprehensive care, yes. uh, when you're about 12, 13, and all the permanent teeth come in. Um, you know, I'm an orthodontist, right? So I've never seen a tooth that I didn't want to align. And so you come and ask me, I'm probably going to give you the pros and cons of, you know, doing some orthodontics, but not at an early age. Frankly, um, you know, there's some, there's some tremendous advantages for those patients who could benefit. And there's a, I would say, a very finite list of those things that would compel me to intervene. Cross bites, right? Nowhere near enough room for teeth to come in and you're, you know, at risk of impactions or future extractions. You got habits, you know, you got all these things that could literally... I would say derail your normal mm -hmm. development. And then when you get a little bit down the road, you haven't been evaluated and you go to an orthodontist and we're not going to slam you. You know, I'm just thinking, oh my God, I wish I could have seen this young, right. beautiful woman, you know, at seven, because if I could have gotten rid of that posterior crossbite, meaning in the back and the lower jaw shifted over, she's not growing anymore. I can't do anything about it. I'm going to give her the best possible outcome, which is nowhere near what it might've been had we done it in two separate halves or phases. Now, Again, that's probably 20% of people. And I will tell you that because, you know, the, let's just call it the industry now. You know, it was the profession. I still say it's the profession. Right. But now you've got guys, you know, you just skip the doctor. You just send them the plastic, you know, direct to consumer. That's what's going on right now. So it's an orthodontic industry. These people are not even patients, Ryan. They're consumers. They're customers. You know, they're buying plastic. You know, so the good news is you don't have to go through all the taking the x-rays and checking to see if there's any issues with that going on and you don't have to do the whole informed consent here's what you're getting here's what you're giving away you skip all that that's wonderful right because then you can really drop the price point and skip the dock okay that being said and that's what's going on so in the industry there are there's a lot of competition right so you have these higher volume you know affairs and then you have the more boutique i would say i'm upper middle you know i have high touch high quality but obviously i'd like to grow right, right. and so my team is a big part of that so at the end of the day you know, I often tell parents, you know, if you've got a, if you've got a blood pressure and a bank account, you might just get braces. You know, if you go see an orthodontist at seven, depending on who you go see. So that's what it's going to boil back down to reputation. And yeah. I think peer to peer is the way to go. Ask your friends and your neighbors. Absolutely. What kind of experience they have, and just seek out the quality guy. Well, and and you're spot on. So the newest type of marketing uh, we're talking about, again, of, of us of a certain age is kind of like influencer marketing and then, um, you know, um, human, human to human marketing. So it's, it's word of mouth on steroids. Huge. So if, you know, if we do something together and I know you, you know, it, it connects those dots because if they trust you and they trust me, 
you know, or um, we've got Mike Sam in the studio today, local legend. You know, if they trust Mike. Yeah, Mike's nodding. He, he likes the shout out there. <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying? It, it goes back to that. But back in the old days, you know, people would get taught bad, you know, but they'd tell 10 people. But now they can tell 10 million people, yeah, that's right. right? And they tweeted out to the world. I had an issue with an airline coming back from Vegas, and they just royally screwed up my flight over and over and over. So I ultimately took it to Twitter, and finally they got it offline, and they made the situation right. But their init- initial solution for me uh, – because I got a lot of Twitter followers, was we'll give you free Wi-Fi in the flight back. I'm like, dude, that's like six bucks. I mean, right. I mean, you literally, I'm going to be in the back of the plane in the middle seat, and I had paid for the front you know, to get on first, and they were like, yeah, it was a computer glitch. I'm like, but why is that my fault? And and the and the point is, finally, somebody came in human wise. It was right. like, we need we need to make this go away and make this guy happy. And you know what I did when it was done? Gave him a shout-out for handling the situation. fantastic. You know, you could tell me probably more being in in the business sector for quite some time. I feel like it's there's at least a resurgence. So there was a time where automation was all the rage. You know, it's just uber efficiency. The whole world's going to go that way. But some people are departing or disembarking on that train and saying, wait a minute, I need a human being. I need high-touch, high-quality. And there's enough people that really appreciate that. It's up to me to go ahead and explain to them why it is that we separate ourselves from maybe some of those um, uh, other alternatives or other models. So well, that's and you're I, in the same boat. It's a hundred percent correct because what's happened here, here's what happened. One of my local businesses, which you're familiar with, uh, with some things I do with magazines. Here's what they say every single time. I can't believe you called me back. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, well, it'd be kind of hypocritical to talk about human to human and send you an email. Right. You right. know, sure. We text, we email with it, but what I'm lo- trying to let them know is here's our philosophy. Here's where we're different. Here's the pros and the cons. You don't want to do it. Don't do it. You know? And, right. but, and, and so in, in your practice, and, and if you're just joining us, we've got Dr. Uh, Ross Russell, owner of uh, Russell Orthodontics, uh, with us. We've got a few minutes left. First of all, let me, before I forget, what is the best way? Is it your website where everything is housed if they want to connect with your practice? Because do you have, you have two locations? I do. You know, so we're actually a uh, new location there in Athens, but I've been in Athens since uh, 2007 as well. So Grayson. So you love Georgia Tech? Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's where my daughter is. I, I went to Mercer, man. I have no, I have no dog in the fight. So I'm well, yeah, let, let's, let's skip that. I uh, will skip that. Yeah. Let's no, skip no, that. I mean, yeah. No, you knew how to do something. silly. worry. Right, yeah, okay. Worry. Okay. Fair. Okay. All right. So you got Athens and you're what? Grayson. And Grayson. That's right. Okay. And what's the website now? Uh, it's Russell hyphen orthodox.com. Russell orthodox.com. And we've got uh, Facebook and a lot of the other social media channels. Yeah, we're starting to do a little bit more. You know, so circling back a little bit, one of the challenges, as I said, was to convey why is quality what it is. I mean, so you can stand on the pre, you know the corner and preach it, but is it true? Number one and number two, can you convey it? I would just say that instinctively, um, people would would know. Let's just say that a cosmetic surgeon, his skill set, his vision, his dedication matters, right? So. You go for a nose job, you kind of want to breathe when you're done. You know what I mean? You want the <laughs> yeah. nostrils more yeah, or less. Right, yeah, yeah. And so, um, but with orthodontics somehow, you know, I've literally had someone ask me the question, do you have to go to college to be an orthodontist? Well, wow. Okay, I so. I was shake my head, air yeah, nod, you and, didn't get uh, to see, yeah. Yeah, so, um, so there's that, you know. So they can find me there, you know, YouTube. Uh, we have a little channel there, and, and it's it's growing. Let's you say you got some great videos, man. I mean, well, you're a natural at this. That's why well, I wanted you to on the show. No, I appreciate it very much. I've actually got another endeavor. I'm not even sure. I sh- you know what? I'm going to mention it. So, smile botched. Okay. And so, what is that? I don't know. It's just an it's a, a repository uh, of 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 interaction. Let's say between those who have or are interested in clear liner therapy, those who um, have gotten started, for instance, and have questions or concerns, and then also. Um, 
practitioners, uh, professionals, their teams, so forth. Just some interaction because people are desperate for information right now. It, there's, I would say it's half hilarious and then half informational. That's great. And I don't know whether or not I'm going to be able to capture an audience, but at least I'm doing my part to give back. Hey, you know what? That's having a vision and a plan, and that's what I knew. Uh, and, and even though you're not feeling 100% today, you never know it, man. No, I appreciate you're, that. It, it, I appreciate is, that. Is, all right, so. Well, this is my uh, radio voice, by the way. Well, you, your radio I grew voice up is, in, uh, yeah, in Albany, Georgia, and there was a guy I, I would, you know, I got a, a radio, a little stereo when I was pretty young. Yeah. And I, these, this, I think what it is is these earphones. You like it's the earphones? Reminded, yeah. Yeah, yeah, me Because I haven't had any of these for a long time. But my parents would go to bed and I'd put them on. I appreciate that. And they would... They wouldn't know I'd be on it, and I'd listen. And there was one radio station in range in Albany, Georgia. That's and it was, uh, and, and the guy would come on, and he would say, uh, Jet down with the funky sound, WJIC. <laughs> and, man, I've heard that, like, so many times. And this, this is, is my uh, first opportunity to say it. Dr. Ross. It's the voice. So you got up, now, like That's I told funny. you, Mike was here earlier. He, Mike, Mike was on the air for years and still that stuff. So he's got the radio voice. I've learned it. I'm from, I'm from Georgia, too, but uh, it comes out. But, yeah, yeah, I noticed that you've got the professional radio voice. I knew you would be fantastic to have here. And so people want to learn more about any of these things you've mentioned. Uh, they could see you in Grayson if they're, if they're local. Grayson or Athens. Certainly if people don't you know, hear this show live, they're – I'm going to tell them in a minute how they can listen to it. I'm sure you'll have parts of it. You'll push out through your social channels. Sure. But uh, anything else you want to leave as we kind of come to a close about starting a business – or following your heart or your brand or, you know, not taking shortcuts that you want person listening to this show to, to think about? Yeah. So, the, I mean, it's a big question. I'll try to have a simple answer. So, you know, I, I can only tell you what has been effective for me and, and it has been a long haul, you know, so I would say where you want to be is on the cutting edge of wherever it is you're headed, but you're not there yet. Right. Mm-hmm. So how do you get there? So what kind of tools do you, what, what arrows do you put in the quiver and how do you get them? Right. And it's, literally one day at a time, but it, it certainly takes positive information. There are those that have come before you, they've actually written books, you know, and, and read and learn, you know, but, but never give up the passion. Make sure you have that part, you know, so if you're going for the wrong thing or if you're just chasing the dollar, man, it's like willpower. It's, there's, it's in limited supply, mm-hmm. you know. The passion component is huge because with, that, with it, let's say, the stick to kind of comes naturally, right? But I'm, I'm just saying that that is a big, big, big and great start right um money's important makes the world go round sure. and um, but that can't be the reason it can't be the because because ultimately you know, if you have all the money in the world you're not looking at the next thing and you and i are both driven by a challenge what's the, what's in front of us no doubt and you can't ever settle and go like all right i got put my feet up now there's always an opportunity yeah that's right the other thing i would say is the idea of positivity you know i, I had approached that from so many different angles over the years and always seemed and in some ways, it still seems a little on the frou-frou side. But, but all I can tell you is what I've discovered is, there is there's a true nexus, uh, an ethereal network of something going on in the cosmos. I can't quite put my finger on it. Um, but it's real. And so when you dial into this positive approach to something, and I don't just mean to sitting around under a tree with your fingers, <laughs> and, you know, doing affirmations. I mean literally approach people, humanity, what you love, your passion, with this positive approach and and by the way listen to guys who you know sing that song i mean you know we could name names but you know that the motivational guys um give yourself some really positive food um to ruminate on and 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 get the substance out of and um and and then put one foot in front of the other man you know follow your passion that's it absolutely well you you're living proof of that and and it's always a pleasure to uh every time we get together no matter on air or in person or at lunch it's always something new so appreciate it for being a a guest Uh, guys we got uh had dr Uh, ross russell 
uh, owner of Russell Orthodontics. You can go see everything they do at russell-orthodontics.com. Thanks for being a part of the show today. Ryan, I enjoyed it, man. You can listen to Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers on the second and fourth Thursday of each month at 1 o'clock Eastern time by visiting businessradiox.com. Just select the Gwinnett Studio and then click the Listen Live button. Or for you Netflix, Amazon Prime-loving streamers, Spotify lovers, you can see any of our episodes anytime, 24-7, by visiting businessradiox.com. Select the Gwinnett Studio and click on Marketing Matters. So, folks, this has been another Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers. I appreciate our great guest the studio team, and our loyal listeners. Have a great week, everyone, and until next time, make your marketing matter.